Welcome back to episode 195. This is part two, the Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler review. It is time. For what? For the moment. The moment. The segment. Segment. The part. Of. The place. A. The section. Ah. Of the show that we like to call. Toilet. <laughs> Popcorn culture. <laughs> uh, yes, I am that cruel. I will laugh at someone crying. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm laughing to stop myself from crying and dying inside. Yeah. Right now because it's popcorn culture time. <laughs> You're dying uh. inside. <laughs> Yeah, oh boy. Unlike a certain <laughs> character that we're going to be talking about. <laughs> Feels. All right. So, of course, of course, we are here, of course, this week to discuss in full spoiler detail. So if you have not seen this yet, please, please don't listen to any of this. Even though we- everything was spoiled before the movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, much. you know what? I managed to avoid all those spoilers. So, ha! Oh, well, congratulations. Well done. Congratulations. Well done. Yep. yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm very proud of you. Um, but yes, we're going to be discussing in full spoiler detail Spider Man No Way Home. No we have way. seen. No way home. Um, we have seen the movie. Yes. We. I think it's fair to say we all love the movie. Um, and Jumping we the gun there, all. We all no. <laughs> <laughs> we all we all we all cried. I I would say too. Mm-hmm. Um, Strap in, folks! It's gonna be an emotional roller coaster. Yes. Yes. Cried. Yes. But yes, we will not be held uh, responsible um, for any spoilers that we may discuss right now. Um, so please don't listen. Come back after you watch the movie and listen to us. Discuss this because holy fuck! Oh, we'll be just be talking about this, so we'll see you in the new year. Well done, and see you in on the tenth of uh, January. <laughs> yes, we'll see you then. All right, Spider Man, no way home. Uh, going around the room for a general consensus. Um, this was wow. This was fantastic. I mean. Uh, you said it, you said it, Mike, though, uh, the spoilers, I don't know how fully how you avoided it, fucking tell me a secret, <laughs> because the spoilers were leaked and they were available on the internet uh, in the weeks leading up to the premiere of the film, um, which is disappointing, to say the least, because I would have, oh, I would have been so, I mean, it was so great, but it would have been so much more effective and just squee-inducing if I had no idea that, you know, certain characters were going to appear in this. Um, but that saying, like, that all said, like, it was still just brilliant. Like, this is... The way I've been kind of summing it up to people is that, for me, it's given the closure to the Tobey Maguire films, to the Andrew Garfield films, that they deserve. Um, it's kind of paid homage and respects to... Like, in terms of them being, like, the pillars on which the Tom Holland films have stood and now stand, I, it, it is perfectly 
paying respects to to the origins of, of Spider-Man cinematically. Like, it could not be more perfect in that aspect, in that regard. Um, that also kind of leads, leads me to my first kind of criticism, my only kind of criticism, and it's a nit fucking pick, so please feel free to judge me. But the only problem I had with the movie, and again, it's not really a problem, um... Basically, I just was concerned that with the addition of, uh, you know, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Lizard, Sandman, Electro, and then, of course, our boys, Andrew and Toby uh, and, uh, and uh, Charlie Cox, of course, with all these amazing characters showing up, it may, the only thing is that I'm worried is that in hindsight, this movie will be thought more of a, I don't know, like... Like, the movie was kind of coasting on the, the nostalgia a little bit too much. Like, that's kind of what I'm worried about with this, with the film. Like, P- like Tom Holland's Peter Parker isn't, on like, standing on his own enough, like, separate. Like, this, is, this film isn't an MCU Spider-Man film. It's a Spider-Man film in general. Um, and it just, I worry that he'll be lost amongst the excitement of seeing all these shiny things we haven't seen for so long but again it's a nitpick um yeah i love the movie i wasn't expecting to cry so much um especially for like the last hour <laughs> i think i spent oh, half of this yeah i think i spent half of this movie crying um <laughs> <laughs> um good tears and bad tears that said there was also a lot of laughter um there was some fucking fantastic dialogue. There were some brilliant callbacks. Um, just, you know, everything was just nailed uh, again and again. There wasn't a weak performance amongst the bunch. Fucking uh, Willem Dafoe and Andrew Garfield, for me, are, um, on top of Tom Holland, of course, but that goes without saying, were the two MVPs of the cast. Like, they brought their A-game. Um as they always do. I was very impressed with their performances. Um, and then, yeah, just where the story kind of goes and leaves us, you know, I feel like your, your heart's been ripped from your chest by the end uh, <laughs> quite a bit, which holds true to what Tom Holland was kind of hinting at in some interviews prior to the film's release about how this is a darker Spider-Man film than we've done, how it's, you know, it's a lot more dramatic in, in ways. Um, than we've seen. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that for now and pass over to Folia for your general thoughts on on Spider-Man No Way Home before we discuss parts and scenes and things. Go on, tell me. All of the freaking feels. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. All of them. Just thrown in your face in this All film. All at once. And man, like it started off so nicely. Like it had this really sort of interesting um, sort of little battle that that was happening for like for Peter in his mind, where you know everybody knows who he is, and now his life is turned upside down. Like, and it's now made his life so much more complicated. And he just wishes that it's just wasn't a thing anymore. Um, I, I, I enjoyed this film. I had so much fun with it. Um, like you, Kendall, at a particular point in the film, 
once the once the tear ducts opened up, that was it. I was crying for the rest of the movie. <laughs> um, there was so many good, funny moments as well, um, especially between the three Peters. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my gosh! The the conversations I... they had before the big battle. <laughs> just, just. Just the web, the web, the web, discussion. the web discussion <laughs> takes the cake. Um, even I'm questioning why they decided that with the first, with the Tobey Maguire films, they decided that it would be naturally made. Whereas for the other two, it's, you need a device. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. In the comics, um, uh, it was a machine. Right. Like uh, the Tobey Maguire web shooter it was all that universe <laughs> version. There's a different universe. <laughs> yeah. Um, that conversation, man, just uh, had me in tears of laughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, just as the cameos started appearing, even from the beginning with Charlie Cox and... Just like everyone's just like ah, and that that whole thing with the brick, just <laughs> holy yeah. crap! Just he's a really good lawyer. <laughs> he really is a good lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I I burst out laughing at Peter's reaction to that because <laughs> he was about to catch it too. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a moment of like game recognized game. Yeah, like, <laughs> just. He's like, there's something going on here. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see Charlie um, Cox next time on She-Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, he could show up in She-Hulk. Yeah. Absolutely. True. Absolutely true. Could he? Or in the he next could. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Oh my gosh. Uh Yeah, I need to go back and watch Daredevil now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to go back and finish it. Mm. Yeah, I'm just watching it for a whim. <laughs> Yeah, not related to no. this discussion. No, no. no. <laughs> Out of my own hubris. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will go out as far as to say that this is by far the best Spider-Man movie, apart from the animated ones, that I have watched ever. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It was that's fair. kind of on the same level as Thor Ragnarok, I would say. In terms okay. of entertainment um, yeah. and, you know, emotion and all that sort of stuff. Although this one has more emotion than Ragnarok did. That's very true. <laughs> um, and, oh, man. And just seeing Tom Holland's Peter turn dark almost. Oh, man. Like, was not far expecting out. Him. Yeah. It... I was taken aback. Uh, Tom Holland, man, well done on that performance. Yeah. Really well done. Um, man, it you could feel how heartbroken he was. Oh, boy. Oof. We'll get to oh that boy. later. Mm. We'll get to that. <laughs> but it was nice to see that the other two Peters helped him through it. And I love that. I absolutely love that, that they came together as like, Brothers! <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to help each other out. And not no, not only to help 
Tom Holland's Peter, but to also for the other two Peters to face their own like dilemmas that they've had in their past. So then sort of think about their their futures and stuff. And I was so happy to see Toby, like honestly. A lot of people yeah. a lot of people aren't really that impressed, but I still like I still think that Toby Toby Maguire was a really good Spider Man, so No, he he was great. It was nice to see him, although he has aged. Mm. <laughs> it was nice to see him um come into this one, so um, oh, and, you know, with his back problems and stuff. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Another great scene. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. The- I, it's like, can you crack, do you want me to crack your back? Yeah, I know. Or? He's, like, become a chiropractor. <laughs> Literally watching <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Was it Andrew Garfield yeah. cracked Toby Maguire's yeah, back? Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, of all the things, like, that was, that, there is no way that was on anyone's bingo card for this movie. No. Like, not a helping house. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the film overall. And the, the premise of the film where they help the villains rather than kill them. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. There was a different take on, on a superhero film where instead of taking them out, it's, literally trying to help them get through their own, I suppose, their own demons. Mm. Yeah, figuratively and, and literally. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, it's sort of what um, superhero films were sort of turning out to be. Like, mm. you have you have your villain, and they're only for this movie, so they kill them off. I mean, it all starts... It pretty much all started with with um, like Batman is like oh the cool Joker dies at the end, shit. Uh, Penguin dies at the end, <laughs> you know, and it keeps on going like that. And even in the Sam Raimi films as well, it's like Green Gotham uh, dead, uh, Doctor Octopus dead. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you're a villain in a in a superhero movie, you're dead. Yes, <laughs> essentially. So it was a nice sort of refresher um, for this particular superhero movie to turn it a little bit different in terms of how to take them out, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thoughts. <laughs> nice. A lovely, lovely uh, summary, Fulia. Mike, I am keen. Tell me what you thought of this movie. I've been looking forward to this film ever since the idea of um, a multiverse, like, to come out. Like, it started with, like, Alf... Alfred Molina dropping the ball and and everything and everything that's coming out. So really, really looking forward to this and got delayed, delayed, delayed. It was worth it. I really, really enjoyed this film. And I know, Kendall, you, you may have been worried about the nostalgia thing and I did say that I'm sort of getting sick of the nostalgia. This worked in this f- film. Mm-hmm. It, yes, the nostalgia is there, but they... They didn't do it for just the sake of nostalgia. They sort of worked with no. it. And it also complemented the movies that it was referring to. Like, Absolutely. Like with every character in it, including the villains, including uh, each Spider-Man, um, it, it um, gave closure to it. I mean, I mean I'm not going to get into it, but there was a cer- certain scene of a character getting closure and I just bawled my eyes out with it. Because it was, yeah, I'll, I'll get into it later. But, and also, 
uh, yes, it, this is the most dark, dark Spider-Man film, and for good reason, because um, I was watching a review of it because uh, I like the guy, for and I don't know why. I'm, I'm still subscribed to him, even after all these years. And he said something that I really, really... Um, uh, uh, I... I really think is is uh, justified when um, when the first Tom Holland Spider Man came out and how they sort of dealed with dealed with um, uh, not seeing the origin of Spider Man because we've we've already seen it twice, which is understandable. With this movie, this is probably the longest like Spider Man origin arc in three films. Yeah, Be- because of a certain person who dies, and they say, and they say the iconic line, mm. and and um, Spider Man re- and Tom Holland Spider Man realizes you can't save everyone, and and it and it has that so- and it has that uh, sort of lesson that Spider Man learns in the first two Spider Man um, Spider Man films with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire with the death death of uh uncle ben where you can't save everyone and and the iconic line uh that uh is with great power comes great responsibility and the and and not to rush ahead at the end but you realize that it is a bittersweet ending but it's where spider-man basically is in his life he he has no one he's doing it for himself and he is saving pers- he is saving so he is saving people but he does but he's not expecting like a thank you or 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 riches and glory like he like he uh Tom Holland Spider-Man actually learns that he can't rely on Stark tech he can't rely on a- anything just him him alone and it's going to be exciting on how they're going to use Spider-Man in the rest of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I did like this film. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm glad. I'm really glad. Yeah, that's such a good point, Mike. Um, yeah, about the way this, this whole thing wrapped up. Um, I was really pleased with the beginning about how it actually we were straight back in to the end of Far From Home. Like, it l- literally just went... Yeah, like you could have such a seamless rewatch of this trilogy by just you know going from that to that. They, I thought that was really clever that they literally just like let's just fucking go right from here. Um, that was nice. Um, yeah, I thought that was really really good. And I don't even know what else to talk about <laughs> other than the big stuff. To be honest, um, like yeah, because I don't know. Um, what can I say? What can I say? I mean, they misdirected us. How about this? They mi- <laughs> they misdirected us. Doctor Strange, the whole Doctor Strange thing. Mm. So in the trailer, remember how we were all saying like, this is weird. Like Doctor Strange is all wink face and like Wong's like, don't do the spell. Uh, and he's like, I won't. And he winks and he does it anyway, even though it's like meddling with the natural flow of time and all this bullshit. Um, and we were like, that's not like Doctor Strange. Maybe he's someone Maybe else. He's Maybe Mephisto. he's Mephisto. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then 
you watch the actual movie and that whole entire exchange, that whole entire scene is almost completely different. Like there's some same beats with the whole like, you know, call me Steven. That's still weird. I'll allow it. Blah, blah, blah. Like that's all still there. But then with Wong leaving, um, you know, he doesn't say don't cast that spell. There's no wink face from Doctor Strange. Like, it's just, yeah, I mean, Wong does say don't do it because, you know, it's it pull, the, the spell pulls from deep parts in the multiverse or the universe or reality or whatever yeah. he said, which is what caused the events of the movie. Um, but, um, but yeah, but it's, yeah, it's interesting how much they misdirected us from, you know, actually Doctor Strange is very much still in character and, you know... Um. And and also the stakes of it's not just uh, Peter's life is basically ruined. It's everyone around him. And that sort Mm. of adds on to the sort of like um, vulnerable helplessness that uh, Peter is actually asking for help. It's not just for me. It's for everyone around me. Yeah, exactly. Considering like Ned and, and MJ can't go into a university because their association with, with Peter and, and and it's the same as uh, as Happy and 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 May as well, and how they can't really have a relationship, which is absolutely sad. <laughs> God, the the Happy and and May um, break up at the beginning. <laughs> that was that was funny. I really loved that kind. Of, it was kind of set up like a one shot take. I think. Yeah. With, yeah, it was like a, a two minute yeah. one take. Yeah, it was very cool. I really, I really liked how that kind of captured the chaoticness, I suppose, the chaos of the moment of what was going on. Like it just, it, I think it, it felt more real uh, of a moment as opposed to a, a cinematic one that you know cuts and splices different angles from the same scene, and it was just one camera focusing on the thing and then just following Peter around and following the the focus of the scene around, but it was the same camera, so you just kind of felt like you were in the room with them. Um, and I thought that was really cool as well. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, and uh, you're right too, Mike, about how the way, the way like, uh, you know, it's not just, of course it's not just Peter being selfish and it's not Doctor Strange doing a stupid favour. It's, you know... It's, it comes from a good place. Of course it does, because Peter Parker, and that's who he is, as MJ so wonderfully puts it later in the movie. Like, that's just who he is. Like, he's he cares more about other people than himself and wants nothing but to help. Um, and that's, you know, another good thing about Peter Parker that's really brought to the forefront throughout this whole film. Um, yeah, it's just it's just really good. I think I think the setup for what happens, I think, is, is quite enjoyable fulia did you have any thoughts on the beginning sort of of the film and the way things started to play out um uh, i enjoyed the way that it was um i'm still very mad at what's his name that framed peter um oh mysterio, mysterio. i am so pissed Clinton Beck. <laughs> i know douchebag proof um, of a good villain where they can still affect you after their death yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Exactly. Um, so I, I felt I felt very bad for um, for Peter and his friends and his family. Um, the fact that because of the events of what happened in the previous film, 
uh, it essentially meant that anyone who's associated with Spider-Man is a, is number one enemy to them, essentially. Mm. Um, and you know, it's it's bad. It's bad for um, for MJ and Ned because they they want to go to uni and they can't. And they can't even get into the uni they really want to get to because of yeah. this association, which is really, really annoying. Um, it's it's essentially they're being discriminated because they're associated to someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, even after the um, Spider-Man, uh, Peter got off, basically, because of Matt Murdock, um, because he's a good lawyer, very good lawyer. He can catch bricks. And, <laughs> and so, and he's, and... Um, and uh, Matt Murdock even said, "Sure, you got off, but the court of public opinion is going to bite you on the ass." And yeah. we do see that, and it does. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, speaking of Matt Murdock, I just have to say, um, I missed most of what he said because the cinema was too busy screaming. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah go sorry, on, I was in a. Um, uh, <laughs> I was in a uh, gold class cinema because you know it's the, it's the end of the year and I haven't been to a gold class and I thought if there ever was a movie to go and see gold class, uh, this would be it. Um, and when that came up, I did do an audible "oh shit," <laughs> <laughs> and I was the only one that said said a thing. Really? Other people were gasping and and go, <gasps> and I thought, "Oh shit." <laughs> 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 That's They're awesome. Doing it They're in the same it. week um, that we see Kingpin. It's kind of like they matched it up on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had a plan and they executed yeah. it. Um, reason why yeah. reason why we got two Ho- Hawkeye episodes in in the same week just so they can like add they could Maneuver it correctly. Yeah. yeah, very well played. Well played, Marvel. We see you. Um, yeah, Matt Murdock cameo. Um, I'm looking forward to my second viewing of this film so I can actually get the full dialogue of what he said because I, I don't even remember him saying "court of public opinion." <laughs> I remember just being. I was just so much going on around me and just. I think I was just kind of shocked to actually just yeah. see him interacting with these characters, you know. I've um, got I think I found one of them here for you. Oh, thanks, Fulia. So Matt Murdock says, "You may have dodged your legal troubles, but things will get much worse. There's still the court of public opinion catches the brick." Yeah. And then Peter's like, "How did you just do that?" And Matt's like, "I'm a really good lawyer." <laughs> yeah. I got I yeah, I got the I'm a really good lawyer part. Yeah, that was yeah. that was because that was basically when the cinema went silent because they were all ga- they all gasped at the fact that he caught the brick. <laughs> and then yeah. So that was that was fantastic. I mean, look, I'm such a fan of Charlie Cox's version of the character. The Daredevil series is Probably the best of the bunch on Netflix, um, at least the most consistent, maybe, um, in terms of its quality. But uh, yeah, and he's just perfect casting. And it's just so funny that like last week or whenever the fuck it was, we're like, oh, Kevin Feige says that if Daredevil is to appear in the MCU, yeah, wink, he will wink. be played by Charlie Cox. We don't know what form that will take, but when it happens, well, you know, it'll be him. Or if it happens, it'll be I'm like, fucking Kevin, slow, just just slow your roll for a second. <laughs> what is he going? Stop. Well, he can't really sniper himself. 
I was gonna say, like, you're the one who orders. You're the Val of of Marvel Studios. You're 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 directing the snipers. You know what? I'm at, think, at certain. He's probably people. thinking, ah, fuck it. Everyone knows. <laughs> people people are gonna that's see it thing. anyway. I mean, that's the that's same the, as yeah. Same as uh, Toby and 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 Garfield. Yeah. Well, I saw. Yeah, because that's one of the the leaks that I saw. Um, a photo. I saw a photo of 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 Matt Murdock sitting at the yeah. table. And then I also saw a photo of the three Spider-Men together. And so um, if that tr- that photo is true, then the other one is true. Then the rest is true, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's all right. Look, it was still pretty fantastic. Um, just to have him here um, is just awesome. So, I mean, it was annoying that it was only for a brief scene. I was hoping he'd maybe reappear down the track, but I suppose there wasn't any room for no, him down it was the track. Enough. It was enough. So it was, it was great. It was great. Um, do you guys have any uh, extra thoughts on on the Matt Murdock appearance? We said everything we need He's to say. He's a variant. <laughs> <laughs> That's the question I can't wait to have answered. If he's a fucking, if he is, if if the Netflix stuff is canon, or if he's a variant of of Matt Murdock. For a safe bet, probably a variant because I haven't seen all of the, um, uh, all of Daredevil yet. So that. Okay, I come clean. That's the reason why I'm watching it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so if anything's contradictory uh, to to what happens in the MCU as well as what happens in yeah. the Netflix uh, TV shows, uh, they can basically say, well, you know, variant. And because uh, remember that Loki episode where there was two uh, Tom Holland's, uh, Tom Hiddleston's in the same same room together. It's like, see, and you know, and and J. Joma Jameson is is the same. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a good it's a good writing tool, I suppose, to have it as an mm. option. To just go, oh, it's just this. It's like it's like the Simpsons. A wizard did yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Um Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys wanna wanna talk about next? Do we wanna shall we get to the to the like the main bit of the story where, you know, obviously the spell gets cast. Yeah, the villains. Shit goes Shit goes a bit wrong because obviously we've seen the trailer, you know, um, Peter's talking and he screws up the spell. Um, and it was and, his uh, fault. And, and it was his fault. Because yes. it was the last thing he said. Make everyone who knew who Spider-Man was still be. Yeah. Still be. So, and because everything's sort of split, everyone who knew who Spider-Man was comes into this universe. So that would mean... It, all the villains that we see, including Venom, because Venom knew who Spider-Man was because because the symbiote is part of the multiverse as well. So they sort of yeah. knew, knew everything. So that would mean uh, Kirsten Dunst would have been in this universe somewhere. And and Emma Stone. Yeah. Yeah. But she yeah. did. But... Well, so so are most of the villains. Yeah, so most of the, yeah, that makes sense. That would okay. That would have been weird. If yeah, because when we see when we see these villains come in, they were pulled from their universe at the moment that they were going to be killed. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Does that include Andrew Garfield and Tommy Maguire? I, I don't know. Well, because here's the, the other thing. Here's the other thing. So Sandman didn't die in Spider-Man 3 
and uh, neither did the lizard in Amazing Spider-Man 1. They didn't die in their movies. So yeah. I think it was just like a poignant moment with Spider-Man. That's when they got pulled out. Yeah, I feel like it's a, yeah a strong connection. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, but and I and I kind of like the fact that that's what the the plot is because we we all kind of assumed and the way the trailer also framed it was that you know it's people who have died at the hands of Peter Parker that are here, the hands of Spider Man, um, and then you know um, someone had a theory. I don't know if it was you, Mike, but about the whole. The, the, the Doctor Strange stuff in the trailer was, you know, with, with Peter and them, like, maybe fighting. And it had to do with the fact that um, Peter wanted to save them and, and Doctor Strange wanted to restore the natural balance um, and put them all back, which makes sense. So I like the fact that the movie, it wasn't just they were killed by Spider-Man or, you know, whatever. It was because they knew that Spider-Man was Peter Parker. Um, ties, I thought yeah. that was... Very, very clever. And then the fact that, it, yeah, we get this lovely story of, you know, because, because you know, these characters have done nothing bad to our Peter Parker, you know, so he doesn't have any kind of negativity yet um, associated with any of them. So I think just naturally as a reflex, he's just like, no, we have to help them. Like, I, we can't send them back to die. Like what we need to, you know, redeem them some way and or cure them. And I love the fact that that's the story of the film. I think that's really great, and it really ties in with how Peter ends up at the end um, and the journey he goes on. Which one? We probably yeah. Sorry. We probably need Tom yeah, Holland. We probably need to call them by their actors' yeah. names. <laughs> Sorry. So Tom Holland. Yeah, Tom Holland. No, Peter. Tom's no, Peter. 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 Yeah. Peter. No. Peter, no, Peter, the laptop, the Parker, <laughs> Peter Parker, <laughs> so funny. Peter B. Parker, um, Peter B. Parker, yes. Um, but yeah, the villains. We get our villains in this film. Um, after the spell gets you know fucked up, um, Doc Ock appears. Um, Ryder's Peter, sorry, Ryder's Tom is about to go and ask uh, for uh, Ned and MJ's. Uh, you know spots at MIT to be given to them um, instead of being wrongfully taken away. Um, and then we have this excellent fight scene on the bridge, um, which I thought was spectacular. And it actually kind of harkened back to uh, a scene, like a scene in, I think, Amazing Spider-Man 1. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 1. There is a similar scene where um, <clears throat> Andrew's Spider-Man is uh, battling Lizard on the on a bridge, and a car ends up being like pushed up against the railing. The person's trying to get out of the door, and it's against the railing. And the car goes over the edge, and it turns out there's a little kid in the car, and he has to help. So it was a similar situation with trying to save someone off the side of this bridge while also trying to fight the bad yeah. guy. Um, so that was a nice little reference to that. I and thought. also the reference of being a doctor. Doc Ock. It also reminded me of um, when they're on uh, when they're on the train with um, uh, Maguire, Spider Man, and, and yeah, uh, Doc Ock. And Doc Ock's just throwing shit at him, and he has to block it. Yeah, including including people. So so yeah. so it's sort of a, a, a two homages in one. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, and even though we we all knew this, it was happening. Like it was still just a great moment to to see um, Alfred Molina's return as Doc Ock. Um, it was a really really awesome scene, and I loved how much sense it made that the only reason he was defeated is because he got the nanites on his tentacles and then Peter was able to control him. (laughs) (laughs) That was very clever. That was very, very clever. Well, um, Fulia, what did you think of the return of Doc Ock in this at the beginning here? Um, yeah, it was, um, it was really, really cool. Um, being able to, to see him brought back to life, um, in the modern universe. Yeah. (laughs) Uh yeah, it was uh, really nice, but it was also like it was fun to see um Doc Ock be like confused for a little bit too. His he was like, "Where am I? What is this? You're Spider Man. All right, I gotta kill you." <laughs> Where's my machine? Yeah. <laughs> um and yeah, and it was really cool to see that how you know Peter was able to or Tom Holland's pillar was able to um save himself. And um and of course the oh what was she, what was she to MIT the the dean maybe? I don't know if she's I don't know if, no she's either a dean or like the admissions person yeah coordinator director or someone yeah. someone high up yeah. yeah so you know being able to save her at the same time with the by being able to use the the nanotech um that got hitched onto Doc Ock's tentacle and just the just the look on Doc Ock's face. He's like, what's going on? What's happening? Why? Why are you not listening to me? <laughs> Which is very reminiscent to to the um to the Sam Raimi film. It was like, listen to me. Yeah, yeah. intense as well. And just Love seeing it. seeing Tom Holland just like move his yeah. arm and then have the tentacle do the same thing. <laughs> it was yeah. It was very great. It was it was a it was a lot of fun to see that scene. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mike, did you have any thoughts on on Doc Ock here? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alpha Melina, he's so awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, who should we go to next? Well, I mean, this scene was... I th- it was such a good tease because right at the end of it, um, we get, uh, you know, that scene from the trailer with the pumpkin bomb being thrown in and the, the, the cackle of the goblin. Um, and then we, yeah, we get a shot of him on the glider and then we're swooped away back to the sanctum. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then we get our, more of our exposition about how, um, you know, Dr. Strange explains what's happened. And so, and we finally find out what this box is, which actually is the spell contained within the box because the spell hadn't like it had been cast or it was on the verge of being cast and then Doctor Strange prevented it from being cast by keeping it in here and if he does a thing then that it'll erase it completely and then they'll all go back. Um but it prevents more of them from coming through, I think. Yeah, it's sort of um, like a it's sort yeah. of like a dam to hold the flood. I mean, there's little trickles coming yeah. in. A uh, little trickle came in and that's what the the um the five of the six six sinister six uh coming yeah. in. With with um all all the other villains, and so it's just holding it there, so it doesn't. Well, we see it at the end it, when it do, does open up, and it and it completely, completely opens up. So it's yeah. just holding it there, holding it there. Um, but yeah, so we get a little tease of our uh, goblin um coming in, but uh, don't get him just yet. 
and uh, yeah, basically they have to Scooby Doo this shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I thought Please. the trailer said Scooby Doo this crap. Crap. Yeah. Please, Scooby Doo this shit. <laughs> yes, please, Scooby Doo this shit. Indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so, yeah, so then that's when um, Peter ends up encountering um, Electro and Sandman um, and bringing them uh, back to the sanctum and locking them away. Um, and uh, I really kind of thought it was kind of funny the the sequence with, you know, Peter swinging in the black and gold suit, which is apparently his suit, but inside out. <laughs> um, and uh, he's got his phone strapped to his yeah. chest. So so Ned and MJ can like talk to him and see what he's seeing and stuff. Kind of like or a GoPro. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little bit like a GoPro. But if I like looked at it too long, I would start to feel a bit, because like he's swinging and he's going like, yeah. and uh, me and my motion sickness, Lord. Um <laughs> Yeah, like that's actually that brings me to a great point. Uh at the beginning when Zendaya is swinging with Spider-Man yeah. and, and Tom's Tom Spider-Man is going full fucking thwip swinging and she's just screaming. It really felt I could really feel it. Like Zendaya did such a good job of communicating the 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 fear that comes with falling at great speed and from a great height like that, even though she was totally yeah, safe. Yeah, like constantly falling. It was it's like... Constantly <laughs> falling. <laughs> like it's... Yeah, like that's the only thing that like... Yeah, imagine, you know, imagine, Emma, imagine Emma's, that feeling of the fall and then being... And then the force of being pulled up again and then falling and it's... Oh, yeah, the G-force yeah. would be intense. Yeah, like that's the one thing that Kirsten Dunst and Emma Stone, not to their fault, uh, probably the either the writing or the direction, um, but just, you know, we never really got that sense of peril from just having that experience, really. Or the physics. Or the physics. Or maybe they just enjoyed the swinging. <laughs> maybe they did. And, maybe they and did. MJ in this universe was like, nope, don't want it. No, <laughs> physics don't work well with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sort of like when uh, Superman sort of catches Lois Lane in in mid mid um, fall. It's like yeah. well, the force of her like landing on her, his arms would slice her in half. Because yeah. <laughs> he is the Man of Steel. Yes. <laughs> and she's she'd probably hit terminal velocity yeah. at that point. Yeah. So yeah. 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 So that's yeah. You're right. Science you're fiction, right. my ass. Ah, <laughs> uh, superhero films. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah. So we get Electro and Sandman next. Um, great to see Jamie Fox back as Electro. I did feel that out of I mean, obviously, look in terms of overall villains, Lizard probably gets the least development or the least focus, um, which is okay. I don't mind too much. But then I think Electro, whilst I think he's better in this movie than he was in Amazing Spider-Man 2, um, still kind of felt a bit one note for me. Um, But I suppose the point of Electro is that he's, you know, he's just driven by his desire for power and recognition um, and to defeat Spider-Man. I think that's, he's, there's not really a whole lot of depth to him. Um... So I don't know if I should just accept that and shut the fuck up, but hey, that's 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 my thoughts. Uh, otherwise, I was really pleased to see Sandman 
still be the same Sandman, like Thomas Hayden Church coming back, doing the exact same performance, like, seamlessly. Um, and, you know, that s- same kind of complexity that he had where he was not really a bad guy, but just forced into bad situations. Yeah. Wrong, wrong place, wrong time. But still having a villainous part to him, like, especially at the end of the film when he's like, you know, when Tom Holland is like, we can cure you or we have, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, I don't care. Where's the box? Like, I want to go home. I'm done. Like, you know, um, yeah, I, I just, I really liked the way they balanced that. Like his, the way they wrote him made sense to me. So I really liked, liked him. Um, Fulia, what did you think of Electro and Sandman? Well, they're the first time that I've actually seen them. Um, I don't really, oh, okay. I, I don't, because rec- I obviously I haven't seen any of the Amazing Spider-Man movies yeah um so yeah the a- andrew garfield spider-man was uh in this film an introduction to me <laughs> okay <laughs> it was my there first time seeing him as a spider-man in here ah. um so now i need to go back and watch those um yes <laughs> i believe you probably get more out of it after this film N- yeah, yeah now that i've seen this i probably get more out of it mm. yeah i think so yeah, yeah. um yeah so electro and sandman first time seeing them so for me it was a a whole new sort of introduction to new villains that i had no idea about their backstory so um it was interesting to see where they where they end up but um yeah i I don't really have much else i can say (laughs) because i don't know much about that's okay (laughs) that's okay totally fine (laughs) totally fine um mike what do you what did what did you think of them then um, same as the last time we saw them, or different, or what do well, you there there is a lot of um, uh, talk online about how um, uh, how Electro is sort of here because in the I think people said in the in the uh, Amazing Spider Man, Electro doesn't really find out that Peter Parker is actually Spider Man, so it doesn't really make sense that he's here because of the spell. Yeah, I was going to fucking say that, but then I thought maybe I'm crazy um, and maybe I missed the revelation in Amazing Spider-Man 2, which I only watched just a few days ago because, gr- like, Green Goblin in that, like, Harry Osborn in that fight, like, knows. Yeah. Um, but we don't see him show up. We don't see Dane DeHaan anywhere, obviously. So, yeah. So did you find an explanation while you were seeing that or are they still thinking uh, of one? They're, they're sort of still thinking of one. They're still tossing up the idea. It's like, oh, it's a variant and all that shit. And um, just to explain everything. Uh, lucky we have uh, Loki. Um, <laughs> I know, yeah, right? Explains every plot hole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm still taking yeah, it. Okay. I'm happy. Fine. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> 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 but yeah, um, uh, yeah, Sandman and Lizard didn't really have much to do, uh, but it was cool that they uh, got got the original actors back just to do a one little bit at the end, uh, t- turning back into um, who they are and and their faces mm. as well. Uh, mind you, Lizard probably still has the urge of still being a lizard at the end, so when he goes back, he'll probably go back. And, and injecting himself to become a lizard. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a plot hole or not. Uh, but you know, it's it's great having having all of them as an ensemble, and it's 
it's and we were so close of having a sinister six uh that's the other kind of nitpick i i had was the fact that like they literally had five villains why why did we not have one more thrown in and why did we not go sinister six like I don't know. I mean, Sony's been desperately trying to do Sinister Six for fucking years, and it was right there, and they they didn't do it. Uh, they pro- mm, I can only think that it's probably too early. I think they'll pro- probably do do it its own thing, and this is sort of like maybe a backdoor way of of yeah. of explaining why, why they're there. I mean, you could say bit of a stretch, uh, Venom maybe, because technically he is in this movie. <laughs> but not yeah. really. But but, but not really. In a cheats way. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's so I right. don't really have much. But I will say this: mm-hmm. if we're still talking about the villains. Um, yeah. Go on. I sort of squeed <laughs> when when um when trying to compose myself when uh Doc Ock and Green Goblin met for the first time on screen. Yeah. And having said that there it's Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina actually like going off each other. I I liked it and <laughs> it brought a tear to my eyes like, "Oh, I didn't know I needed this, but I wanted it." <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so that sort of start started me like I, don't, I wouldn't say weeping, just just moisting moisting the eyes. <laughs> Moist. Yeah. You felt you felt you felt something in your eye. Yeah, um, it's like at that moment. This is gonna kill me, isn't it? Yes, it will. <laughs> yeah, yes, it will. Yes, it will. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of Green Goblin, I mean, we have to talk about Willem Dafoe. Um, or just Willem the Friend. Willem the Friend. <laughs> that is the that is the plot of this film. Will Willem be Dafoe or the Friend? <laughs> Um, who knows? Who I love knows? that thing. Um, <laughs> it's fucking fantastic, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, that was that. That was great. Like, just to you know, the fact that he was, you know, he was teased on the bridge, and then we eventually get a f- another fucking cool callback with him talking to the helmet. Yes. Um, that was sweet. That was fucking sweet. I was there for that moment. Um amazing and then the fact that he actually had the strength to destroy the helmet and then immediately i'm like that's why he doesn't look like green goblin at the end of the film um so that makes sense um that was because you know fan fan, was it fan oh what's the word fan yeah fan service where where the uh the the it's always been the take it's like why are you why does green goblin need a mask when when William Defoe is fucking scary without it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the dude is legit terrifying. Like, he's... Oh, my God. Like, if, if you were ever going to typecast someone as a villain, you'd want it to be Willem Defoe because he just... He's like Jack Nicholson. He just he's got this evil has that face. Grin. Grin, exactly. It's just so good. And the way he's able to... And the way he was still able to fucking Gollum Smeagol this shit, like just go back and forth, was just on fire the whole time. Um, but yeah, I love that. And I love the way 
you know, we get him introduced to Tom Holland's Peter Parker as this, you know, kind of a vulnerable, troubled soul that Aunt May is just trying to help, um, you know. And so that's that's really, really interesting, um, the way he's kind of brought in and his, you know, whether or not... See, that's and this is the cool thing. Whether or not it was actually Goblin pretending to be um, Norman the whole time or if it was a bit of both... But, you know, the fact that it we're kind of, you know, we, we think Norman Osborn is good for pretty much most of this. Like, they lull us into a false sense of security and make us believe that he's actually, you know, here to help and wants to help, um, you know, as they try and figure out the cures. Like, um, I really love that moment, though, where, um, you know, when Doc Ock is actually cured, when they fix the chip. Like, just singing... Tom Holland's Peter Parker work with Willem Dafoe's Norman Osborn together to fix him. Um, that was a beautiful moment. And then just to see Alfred Molina sim- in similar fashion just switch from this villain back to Otto Octavius and he's himself again. Like, that was fucking sweet. Um, yeah, and then it all went to shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was good. That was good. Um, Fulia, did you have any thoughts on on um, Willem Dafoe um, and Green Goblin? Um, I just know that he is scary AF. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Even from the Tobey Maguire films, when I first saw him, I was just like, eh, I don't want to come across this man ever. <laughs> <laughs> then we see him here and... He's, he's got, like, I don't know what it is. Like, whenever he speaks as, as the goblin, that it's 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 a smile. The way his brows sort of go down into the evil sort of yeah. look. It, it just freaks you out. <laughs> so, yeah, like, kudos to Willem Dafoe. He is a brilliant, brilliant actor when it comes to being a villain. Um, and I just... Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm 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 kind of an, an annoyed with him. Not not because of the main big thing that happens, but just the fact that it's like I think it's just something like in his mind. He's just sort of mental capacity that he can't keep the goblin like down, or he can't get it out of his head. No, um, no, and so. It's always there. And you literally hit the nail on the head of the fact that it was a very Smeagol Gollum thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I love that. I yeah. love that comparison <laughs> or that, um, that similarity. Um, it, was, it was really interesting to see. And you kind of almost felt sorry for him a little bit as well. Um, Norman Osborn. Um, the fact that he just, he, he just wants to do... Um, what he, you know, he just wants to do his profession. He wants to, you know, be a scientist, but, um, yeah, just for anybody who has, you know, their own sort of mental demons, like sometimes they can, they can, um, come forward to, to a point where they're always present, um, and you can't get rid of it. Mm. So it's, Mm. it's really hard to sort of, um, to see that sometimes, uh, through a person when they're, when they when they seem to be someone else and they're not themselves, so it was, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see that they they put that through with 
um, with Norman Osborn, and I, I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Mike, what, what were your your thoughts, your take on on the Green Goblin? Um, you know, bring bring people back after they've done a role, like after it's almost twenty years. Um, but it was it was still there, and it was absolutely magical. And William Defoe, he, he don't he don't do wrong. He's <laughs> he's always no. one of my fa- favorite sort of cat character actors as well. Uh, ever since ever since yeah. Boondock Saints, I don't know why, but <laughs> that no, always no, he's good in that. And <laughs> and uh, yeah, and him as the Green Goblin was was just a match made in heaven. And and a lot of people and. A lot of people agree that if they are to do the these sort of things, like bring back like fan favorites, I mean, you know, a lot of pe- people like going, "What the hell was going on? Why is J.K. Simmons in this version?" And now it's slowly sort of ca- coming to terms as, "Well, we can have this stuff." So I really enjoy the fact that. The Marvel are probably going to do a bit more of this, like a bit, bit more fan servicey, but it actually fits as well. That's why I'm sort of mm-hmm. excited of what they're going to do with um, uh, the X Men as well, and how they're going to ta- tackle that. May- and we we've been talking about this like overall that it's not necessarily going to be its own thing. They're probably just interview uh, um, uh, insert. Like different characters as well. Like we sort of see that with the bear in um, in a in a in a in a Black Widow, where the guy that um, Alexi is actually arm wrestling, he's a mutant and he turns into a bear. So, so that's sort of a deep deep cut. And he and he's a mutant, but we haven't they haven't used the word mutant yet. So it, they're gonna make that special. But anyway, Gold Leader, uh, William Defoe, awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So shall we talk talk about the ending of um, Act Two? Yeah, the the really, 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 really sad thing that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's rip the bandaid off. Um, yeah. So after everything goes haywire, um, and uh, you know, Goblin is is kind of fully fully in command and wanting to just fuck shit up. Um yeah, we we get a very very sad scene that they kind of almost made us think it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Which was very cruel. Yeah. <laughs> but very well done. Um yeah. So one of the one of the things that I think a few people I spoke to had a feeling this might happen. I didn't even think, I didn't occur to me. I didn't, I didn't think they'd do this, but in context of the whole film, like, cause I'm pissed off that they did it, but in context of the whole film, I think it's beautiful storytelling and it's great Spider-Man storytelling, yeah. but they killed Aunt May mm. and oh, I'm not boy. okay with that. I'm not, no, nah. I'm, but it was inevitable. <laughs> Yeah, I was just, I was kind of I was I was kind of expecting it being that it, in the and the other Spider-Man films it was Uncle Ben. So in this one yes. it had to be the other one since Uncle Ben wasn't in yeah. the picture. <laughs> well, see that's 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 the thing. Um 
because I don't know about you guys, but for myself and a couple other people I've spoken to, we all kind of assumed that um, Uncle Ben did happen. Like there was an Uncle Ben and he did die and it was Peter's fault because there is a line in Civil War when Tom Holland's Peter is talking to Tony Stark and he's like, when you can do the things that you can do and then bad things happen and we're like, he's talking about Uncle Ben, right? This is our first introduction to this Spider-Man and this, and he's already Spider-Man. He's already had the Uncle Ben moment. So we all just naturally assumed. Um, however, this could still be true, but obviously not in the same way because the way they go out of their way later on in the movie to iterate the fact that with great with great power comes great responsibility and that it's Uncle Ben saying it on the day that he dies to Peter Parker, to Toby's, to Andrew's. And because there is no Ben in the picture, we have an Aunt May and Aunt May therefore must say the line and must die um, to give birth. As you said, Mike, the longest fucking origin story in the Spider-Man history <laughs> over three films to actually give us a proper, fully fleshed out Spider-Man with all the bells and whistles yeah. in, ter- in terms of character And the technology depth. that um, he makes himself and not necessarily from Stark. Yes. Tech. Yes, yes, which is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, yeah, it makes sense. But, yeah, so it looks like if there was a... There, there probably was an Uncle Ben, but obviously if they died or left, it was not in the same fashion as this. And But, yeah, the way that they kind of just dragged it out a bit like she seemed like she was okay they were getting out of the rubble they were all right they were she, they were walking it off she was walking it off they were talking it was all this was happening and then suddenly just she just loses it and and then as soon as she collapsed I was like oh fuck really yeah. really we're doing this and I just started crying yeah. and then fuck and then fucking Tom Holland again what a performer what a fucking actor he is, man. That broke me. Broke me. I just, yeah. It was, and then Happy coming in and seeing it. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. That, that scene where when Happy does drive in and you see the, I'm going to assume they were the feds that were coming in with the with the guns. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, and Happy drives in in front of him. And realizes as he gets out of the car, realizes what's happened, gets himself arrested, and he, even though it's not clear, it's kind of like a muffled run to Peter. That was just like holy crap! Like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know what? You know what actually pissed me off about that scene, like legitimately though, is the fact that those fed fed SWAT dudes just decided to arrest Happy just because he, he just pulled up. Yeah, I know. Like, you literally watched him pull up and get out of the car. Why are you arresting him? He's done nothing wrong. Like, that that shut yeah. me up the wall. Mm. Well, you know, he's obstructing. <laughs> I guess his car's in the way. <laughs> I, don't I, don't, I, don't I don't think um, like yeah. a cop. I wouldn't no. do that. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, Fulia, let me know what you're feeling. Man, as soon as that happened, that's that's when the tears started to run. And I couldn't stop for <laughs> the rest of the film. Um no, no, I was I was just so heartbroken for Peter and just for everyone in general that knew Aunt May 
and how yeah. wonderful she was yeah uh to that community and i'm just like oh no and she was such the type of person who would let anyone in and help them if they needed it just like she did yeah. with norman osborne yeah yeah um and she that she doesn't she like sort of help out at a at a homeless shelter yeah as feast. well yeah which is canon. feast yeah um so you can see why she was such a a beloved character and that her death was heart-wrenching like oh my gosh why <laughs> Why is it more heart wrenching when it's a it's a female role model dying than it is a male one? Sometimes, like I don't know what it is. I just because I don't because we're women. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not part of the comic book. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Um, but yeah, it, it just like I I would be I would be pretty pissed too if I. I found out that this person has died, but then I'd also be very angry at myself because it would, because part, I, I'm going to say that Peter thinks that it's all his fault. Well, it, it kind of is. And I think that's another one of the really great things about the way she dies is because just like in the previous two franchises, both of their uncle Ben's died as a result of a decision or a choice mm that Peter made. So here we have again, um, Peter Parker, Tom Holland has decided to help these villains instead of sending them home like Dr. Strange was going to do. Um, And if they had been sent home, Aunt May would have probably still lived. So yeah, so you're right. Yeah, it's, he's totally feeling guilty and responsible, but he's also feeling some anger and hatred that he's, we've never seen him feel before. So yeah. Yeah, Hello. Mike. What what were your what were your thoughts on on the the very upsetting death of Aunt May? Yeah, um, um, yeah, it was very upsetting, and and it's sort of not to go a, uh, jump ahead, but with with Andrew and and um, Garfield say, saying after the, after the their. Uncle Ben dies, and and uh, and Andrew Garfield's was pretty much Gwen, and after that he 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 actually said himself he doesn't he he didn't pull his punches, he went on a huge rampage. So so yeah. a lot of people expect uh, uh, speculate speculating that after Gwen died he may have killed people as well, like with Toby. In the fir- first movie, he does kill the guy that he thought yeah. that they thought was Ben. Spoilers for the third third movie as well. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah. So and it and uh, not to jump ahead again. That that explains why um, Toby stopped um, Holland to killing Osborne as well. Yeah. No, you do not want this, and you don't want that. You don't, you don't want that blood. You don't want that red on your leisure, and and all that. So yeah, and with Aunt May being the sort of caring, understanding person that she is, she even 
was going she even like pretty much yells at Peter when when he said well it's not my problem which is harking back to what Toby Maguire said um yeah that um Norman Osborn was at feast and he doesn't know where he is and he doesn't know where doesn't know uh anything and is and out May is determined it's like we need to look after him we need we need to help him and even in the sight of her dying she doesn't blame Peter or anything no that, that it is what it is so and she still um is affecting P- Peter Tom Holland Spider-Man is affecting him after the fact that she she died because you need to help people no matter what do not be don't don't be the vengeful person but he doesn't understand it until the end of the movie and i will say this because it is true but this was sport for me um because a leak came out of the soundtrack and it had all the um titles of the <laughs> Oh no! And one of them was called May's death. Oh no! So it was so it was sport for me, but I I thought it was. Why we? Why would you call that that? I mean, like people are gonna buy the soundtrack. I mean, sure they've probably seen the film, yeah. but like people could look at it and go, "Oh, well, I guess that ruins the movie yeah. for mm. So that's stupid. so yeah. When people were talk- talking about it, um, uh, I-, I was getting excited because uh, they they weren't released. They they weren't going to going to like um, put the actual song up. Otherwise, you know, they get clapped for it. But but what? But but it was uh, they liked the fact that some some of them were, they were describing because they listened to it. It's like well, some of them actually has the same sting as uh, same sting as the Raimi. Raimi music as well as the um, uh, Amazing Spider-Man. I thought, oh, that's pretty cool. I can't yeah. wait to think. Uh, can't wait for that. But then they, did, uh, but then they said, well, quick spoilers ahead. That uh, one, one of the uh, one of the titles is called Maze of Death. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry you had that spoil. Yeah. I knew, he, but for some reason, I knew one uh, someone was going to die in this. And it was going to be who I think, based on the trailers, it's going to be a fake out of. Uh, it was going to be MJ. Uh, uh, yeah. But, but a lot of people were speculating is it's either going to be May or Happy because you know, because May it sort of yeah. makes sense because it's the Uncle Ben character and also Happy because Happy is sort of like the last tie of the original MCU to to Spider Man. So. So yeah, that sort of spoiled me, and uh, I thought it was a fake out <laughs> when, when she got up. It's like, how are you standing? <laughs> but then, yeah, <laughs> it it was four, and yeah, it's it was heartbreaking, and yeah, I cried, cried, and it's like, it's fitting, but I am annoyed at the same time that it was spoiled, and also I'm annoyed that they actually did it because. And it's also, yeah, it also um, galvanized the reason why I think think this is like the uh, the ultimate um, Spider-Man origin for three films. Yeah. Yeah. So. So anyway, yeah. Um, 
to brighten up anyway, the day let's for go the next here. scene, we we get to see we get to see Ned do his magic, and we see Andrew Garfield. I know, like in the in the most emotional whiplash of all time, like we go from literally Aunt May dying to our reveal of Andrew and Toby, um, which was great. I also just quick sidebar. I really, I really like the. Uh, uh, Ned as a sorcerer in training, sort yeah. of, you know, subplot that they're doing with the sling ring. I, I, and, I, um, I don't know whether he realizes that it's the ring that's making it do do that. I think for for some reason, I feel like he doesn't realize it's the ring. He thinks it's him. I th- well, I think it's not just because he says you know, he says that he's like, oh, I've got it. I've got the magic. <laughs> Yeah, but it's that's the other thing too about the slinger rings is like if you remember from Doctor Strange one, like it's not, it's the ring. The ring helps you to, I suppose, channel the magic, but it's all it's mostly on you. Um, but you are right though; it kind of did feel like the ring would have boosted it for him. Yes. yes. So I feel yes. like I don't think he realized that it did that. <laughs> yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. That's true, but that was that was very funny though the way it was done, and it was a really clever way to introduce um, Andrew and, and Toby. Mm. Um, I thought that was very very clever because like at first when you see you know he's opened up the portal and he's like you know I I want to find Peter, we need to find Peter, and then he doesn't realize he's opened up to the wrong Peter. Um, and I and at first they fake I I don't know about you guys if you fell for it, but I fell for it. I was faked out. And I thought, oh, yeah, okay, there he is. He's in his suit. And I, obviously they've done that on purpose. They've put him in a silhouette in an alley to kind of, you know, make you believe, oh, okay, well, he's feeling pretty shitty, so he's, you know, wandering around hopelessly. Um, but then, yeah, and then he swings in and it's fucking Andrew Garfield. And the cinema went yeah. wild. <laughs> yeah. He walked into the light and it's like, that's, that's not the right suit. And That's you're a little bit right taller suit. than Tom. <laughs> yeah, just a smidge. And then he had to just get him to prove that he's a Spider-Man. <laughs> that was so funny. And he literally just puts his hand up and like he's hangs like that, that's off not the enough. ceiling. No, that's not enough. <laughs> it's like crawl, crawl up on the ceiling upside down. Really? That's, get the that's the mum. Get and the then mum. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. Um, while you're up there, can you Come get the cops? <laughs> That whole that was, oh, that was so good. It was so good. Oh my god, it was great. And then yeah, we so you get that, and then yeah, and then Ned tries it again, and then we we get Toby Maguire, um, in casual clothes, um, and then I love how we get that one two like beat of you know, well I can't you know I have a secret identity for a reason I can't go advertising that I'm Spider Man everywhere like both and then Andrew's like I literally just said yeah. <laughs> That was, oh, and then just the two of them in the same room. Surreal. Surreal. Yeah. Yeah. I squeed so when I wonderful. saw Toby Maguire. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so it, everybody did. Everybody did. It was, it was, it was magical. It was magical. <laughs> just seeing, seeing them interact. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did you guys have any, any thoughts or feelings beyond that to mention about finally seeing them on screen? I loved it. I just, yeah. <laughs> I was, 
I was expecting it, knowing that there was gonna be those two Spider Mans in there. I just wasn't expecting it, like for them to enter in that in that way. Um, so it was really cool to see them actually walk through the slaving. You know, just like, oh, they're here. <laughs> so that was um, yeah. that was pretty cool. So I really enjoyed that. And at the cinema that I went to, like. Man, the audience applaud, gasped, you know, it was it was so good. <laughs> yeah. Mike, did anyone else say oh shit <laughs> when they stepped into frame? Well, there was a couple of woos. Um in the in the gold class, it's very more intimate, so a lot of people were saying, "Oh, we don't want to make too much noise, but we're still we're still like creaming in our jeans, <laughs> Sit, sitting down. And yeah, and someone did did like did a round of applause like by by himself with Andrew, with um, uh, Toby Maguire stepping out of the portal, and and it was a little laughter, but it's like no fucking yeah, it's fucking yeah, <laughs> absolutely clear. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, both both Spider Man coming coming out of the portals just like the end of Endgame. I know, on your yeah. left, right? Like or behind Jesus Christ. You, Ned. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was great. And then to just go to you know, um MJ realizing where Pete there Peter is, where Tom Holland mm. is. And then I I just had a moment of like realness, I suppose, when you get that shot of Peter there just sobbing. Tom Holland sobbing. And you got MJ and Ned just fully just enveloping him in this hug that's just, it just spoke so much to me. And it was so, wow. Yeah. yeah. It was very real. It was a very real moment. So it did kind of feel like a weird time for them to be introduced, but I suppose it makes sense because, you know, this is a, we've hit the lowest point in the film. Now we need to lift. But I feel like they swung too far i don't know if that makes sense like i don't know like the most exciting thing thing in the film comes immediately after the worst possible thing um i don't know i don't know it was interesting the way that that played out but it's still fine it's still fucking of course it's fucking fine i was very fucking happy um (laughs) but um but yeah yeah um and then just to see just just to see the three peters interacting like i mean we could talk about it for fucking ages and this podcast will probably be four hours by the time we're done but i fucking loved every minute of it every second every word they said every just yeah wow. yeah fully <laughs> there's not much else to say it was it was amazing like just to see all three of them in the same scene um you know the fact that tom holland's peter was a little taken aback and cautious um when he first meets him he's like who the hell are you don't get any closer type of thing um, and the other two were like, yeah, no, we get it. It's fine. Um, and yeah, it was, it was just sort of nice to see them just communicate with each other. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Mike, how did you, how did you feel and react to, to seeing Oh, them? I really, really enjoyed it. And especially off the, yeah, off, off the, um, off the back of, uh, Aunt May, like passing, it was a bit, dare I say, it was jarring, but but you were still you you were just elated that it's like yes they're fine they're going to do this and and with the scenes to follow and each Peter like interacting interacting with 
with the other Peters. It just worked. They sort of clicked and 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 everything. And dare I say, Andrew Garfield, he knows how to hold himself, especially especially like yeah he he's not he, he was, he's not the first as um toby Maguire. and a lot of people saying well yeah your movies is a thing and they sort of do mention that in it's like no you're amazing and it's like yeah uh. and, and, and just the the banter in between between them all is like yeah it's it's just it's just a it just worked and uh, i want more of that <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, pl- so please yeah. when we do like the huge secret wars thing that bring him back, please. Just just one scene. I just want one more scene with with those three. Cuz you got cuz you got cuz you got Tom Holland as the the young rookie like learning, like becoming Spider-Man and you got you got Tobey Maguire the 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 old hat, the the um the Peter B. Parker to to the Miles Morales, and and that sort of thing, and you got Andrew Garfield just <laughs> just holding court. It's it's absolutely amazing, and they and they and they yeah. I can't I can't express how much I really really enjoyed the, those scenes of, of the three together. Yeah, it's the it's the highest point of the film. Yeah, like, and. And, and yeah. also with the fight at the end of how, how they sort of work together as well is absolutely amazing as uh, well. And yeah, mm-hmm. that and that shot that they tried to downplay was <laughs> it, it was fake. It was Photoshop. No, it was an actual shot. <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's talk about the 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 ending. Um, the the big the big climax, the big third act, portal in the sky. With Cliched ending to a thing, even though there was no portal. No, it was cracks in the shot in the sky. It was different. Yeah, correct. It was different. Um, yeah, no, I just just go off what you were just saying, Mike. I also agree with the. I love the way the three of them played off each other during the fight scenes, during the action scenes. Yeah, sorry. Um, sorry. Just to reiterate, when I was talking about the nostalgia shit, it's like, yeah, it, it could have been like they just pop up at the end and it's like, oh yeah, and they fight and then that's it. No, it was essential to the to the growth of the Peter Parker that we're watching at the at this present time. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that's I think that's why a I said earlier that again what you also said about how like this movie gives their movies the closure they deserve. Um, and why I can also forgive my tiny nitpick of relying on the nostalgia because it's not nostalgia for nostalgia's sake. It is actually critical to the story and the plot and, like you just said, the development and the journey of his character, of Tom Holland's character through this. Makes sense. Um, it makes sense. They brought him in there and it made it work because, yeah, literally I, I thought it was going to be them just at the end and that was going to be all it was. Um, so the fact that we actually got them for like an extra like 15 minutes more than than what we were expecting was just i mean christmas came early <laughs> folks that's all i can say um but yeah i love the fighting the fight scenes at the end it was a great climax to the film um and i loved how they didn't just naturally all click together i love the way that they fucking had to go out of their way to be like oh this isn't working we're not 
we're all we're, we're one unit we, we're used to just being on our own doing this stuff we've never worked with any other web slingers before we don't know how to fight together and i love how peter's like i've been in a team before i can <laughs> kind of show us what we need to do and he's like i don't want to brag but i was in the avengers and then i love how they f- they faked us out again to be like oh my god you kn- you're in the avengers who are they? <laughs> is that a band? Were you in yeah. a band? Which like, is annoying love... because we we all know that there's a Doctor Strange in Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yes, there is. Yeah, there is a Stephen Strange in the Maguire universe. There is. Yeah. yeah. So, there is. They name drop name drop Doctor Strange. I, which film is it, Mike? Do you Second remember? one when they were when the oh, Daily right. Bugle was try, trying to think of a name for Doctor Rock. Ah, uh, that's right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's a very funny scene. Yeah, so they name drop Doctor Strange. Like, like I think Ted Raimi's character is like, he suggests the name, yeah. I think. And then he's like, can't take it. It's, it's taken. taken. So, <laughs> yeah, so that was that was very a very cool Easter egg. Um, but yeah, so I loved, I loved that moment. That was really nice. And then just the money shot of the three. I'm going to fucking get emotional, but oh my God, the three of them. <laughs> just swinging in and out around each other going around and then launching at our villains like <laughs> I mean <laughs> I yep poke yep. Kendall nah, with a fork yep. she's done <laughs> I'm yep Matt I'm done I, don't, I got One nothing word. left like it, epic Epic. Epic. It was so good. Yeah. It was incredible. Worth the price of admission. I mean, most of this movie's worth the price of admission, absolutely. But that was they call it the money shot for a reason. That's exactly what it was. Um, but I fucking loved it. Loved it. Um and the the, the race to kind of um, you know, cure them um before things all go to fucking shit. Um and then I love the way that they actually used like Ned and MJ kind of had a purpose and especially Ned like that's another thing about this film that's great is the fact that like this is the first time probably since Homecoming when Ned's actually had a lot of agency to him he's not just been the best friend he's actually a part of the story in terms of advancing it and in terms of helping Peter Um, you know he's the guy in the chair after all Um, I love that line where he's like you can take the you can take the guy out of the chair, but you can't take the chair out of the guy. <laughs> that was, that was, it was, didn't make any sense, but it was so good. It was so good. But yeah, I loved the entire, everything about the, the climax of this movie, the final fight was just, was just great. Um, although I will say they didn't explain why there was a, you know, they were building a, a Captain America thing around the Statue of Liberty. I was hoping for an explanation on that because you do see, at the beginning of the film, I don't know if you guys saw this, Mike, I'm sure you probably did, but there are Rogers the musical banners and billboards everywhere in New York when they're swinging yeah. around. And I thought that that was fucking yeah. great. I, d- I do have I a slight it. theory on that. With, um, uh, yeah, and it yeah. also ties in with uh, Hawkeye as well. How uh, the series of Hawkeye is actually doing what essentially what the boys are doing um, with the sort of... Um, the the like the glorifying of the hero and ha- and how society is look looking upon what what these heroes are and it's like oh we need to we need to like make monuments out of them and 
and def- pretty much deface the the Statue of Liberty by put, putting a shield on him. And a lot of people are, are sort of it's like, why would you do that? It's just, just these people that are actually helping out. It's like they're not that great, and that's why there's a lot of um, uh, like a lot of scientists are saying Mysterio was what was right, and also uh, Th- Thanos was right, and we also and also yeah. tying back to um, uh, Falcon and the Wind Salter. Uh, uh, with the um, flag smashers as well, uh, how how a lot of people are actually dealing with what what these heroes are sort of representing. Uh, are they there just to be you know gods, or are they there, or are they there to to be um, not to be idolized or anything like that? So I I can, I can sort mm. of see see what they're sort of d- dealing with um, if we're gonna ram everything into a hole of what these new tv shows and movies are sort of sort of go- going for it's like yes the the battle of new york did happen and how how we're going to move forward yeah we're going to make a musical out of it because you know money and and um and to say yes we appreciate what you did we're going to we're going to put a, a shield on top uh, uh, put a shield everywhere and it's all about rogers and and all that so that's why i'm thinking it's sort of like the pg version of um the boys without <laughs> without being something sinister yeah. behind of what what the um seven are so no that's a really really great analogy makes yeah. sense really really makes sense um fulia um what were your thoughts on on the uh the finale uh battle in this oh film? yeah epic is definitely the word to describe it it was just absolutely awesome um just seeing you know seeing them not click for the first time when they first start uh having this battle and then they come together and then do the whole team talk (laughs) which was really funny um and then they actually go out and do their thing one where they take down like they cure one villain at a time um it was really really cool i really uh appreciated the whole um that whole sequence as one um and like kudos to all of the people that in in vfx the vfx crew like honestly they've done such a great job with the amount of cg that they would have had to add into this and um you know clearing out backgrounds and adding in different things and just everybody, the whole team in the VFX team have done an amazing job to make it look so good and realistic. Oh, yeah. Um, I am just in awe of their skill, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that that whole sequence, just mwah, Jeff's kiss. <laughs> well said, well said. Yes. Mike... A lot of standout things in this, like absolutely fantastic job uh, of being an uh, an act three, and absolutely huge, mm-hmm. epic, awesome. Uh, one, where should I go first? Um, uh, we haven't really talked about Doctor Strange and him. And no, I just realised right. that. It, well, they sort of <laughs> he, he sort of got bummed out uh, in the mid mid uh, midway and it rightly so because you know it's it's all to do with spider-man's journey and and it's kind of cool that they that uh um tom holland actually used geometry to to get that out was of it cool. it's like, yeah that's that's the peter parker using his head 
and him growing. And so, so yes, um, uh, uh, Doctor Strange co- comes into the fray, uh, and he has to deal with 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 uh, with the, with with the thing not blowing up or anything like that, which is cool. But harking that, um, when Doctor Octavius comes into the fray, sort of do sort sort of does another uh, another um, uh, fake out. Where, where, oh, is he really, really yeah. a villain? No, he's come to help, which is kind of cool. Where have you been? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, re- but really, um, there was bits in this that really got to me, especially mm, me when uh, Doc- Dr. Ock meets Toby again and they sort of do their little banter. I sort, sort of. It's, I sort of started crying. It's like, oh god, this is so cool. This is my favorite Spider-Man team up again. <laughs> and also, what really made me sort of almost wail because I, because you know, I was with people and I don't want to look like a, a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but when MJ was falling, oh dude, and I fucking knew it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we 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 all we, called we all, it. We Fuck. all called it, but but um, I didn't. I did not expect of what happened after when Andrew Garfield actually catches MJ. Oh, and the fucking face that Andrew Garfield made! Oh. I almost fucking wailed. It's like, oh my Me? god! <laughs> I know I shit on. I know I shit on Amazing Spider-Man too, because of what what happens in it, and uh, and also and Gwen comes comes down, but and how Gwen was treated and all that shit. But but oh my god, that sort of when I, when I say there's there's closure to this, that was fucking closure of ha- of Andrew Garfield actually letting go of what happened to. What happened to Gwen? Because it's fucking symbolic shit. And and oh, that was sort of hard. But I will go into another <laughs> thing that actually gave gave me clo- uh, gave a character closure was when they were preparing to actually cure all the cure all the um, all the guys. Was the fact that when Toby Maguire said, "I worked out a cure for for Green Goblin." That would mean Green Goblin. He did feel it was his fault, and and he was spending years trying to find a cure to to basically say, "I'm sorry for what I've done to." To Harry Osborne, to to all the Osborns, because it was his fault, basically. And yeah, Harry blamed him for it, and he was saying, "No, it wasn't my fault. It was, it was, it was your father's fault." And no, he just turned out to be, you know what? I could have stopped it. And him actually curing, curing him at the end, it was sort of closure for Toby as well. And yeah. This is 
if I'm ranking all, all the Spider-Mans, this is definitely up there with, with Spider-Man 2 and Enter the Uni- Enter the Spider-Verse as well. Having that, I think this is probably the best Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Fuck. So I've been hanging on that for a while. <laughs> oh, Mike. Oh, Like I said at the beginning, all of the freaking feels. (laughs) Yeah, summed it up well. Um, Yeah, no, I'm I'm fucking crying now too. We're all crying again. Um, (laughs) Yeah, fuck. Yeah, just... I mean, yeah, I can't get Andrew Garfield's face out of my head from that. That was... That was everything. that was fuck, yeah, fucking. Yeah, I knew everything. they were going to do that, and it didn't disappoint. But they just put a fucking cherry no. on the. Just, just making yeah. a fucking closure. Oh my god. Yeah, making it count. And a lot for of people, and like a lot that. of people are lying, saying, saying, <laughs> before the movie came out, a lot of people were saying, well, after this, we got to have a spot. We got to have a Sam Raimi Spider Man four. J- just to see what was going on, and a lot of people now. After this movie, are saying we gotta have an amazing Spider-Man three. Amazing Spider-Man three, yeah, we do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, <sighs> yeah. Fuck. Um. Yeah. Well, just to go from that feels moment to the other big feels moment at the end. Well, two. There's two more. Two more. This. Thank you for everyone who is still listening to this, which is probably our longest podcast. It's the end of the year. It's a celebration. <laughs> It's a celebration, and what a way, again, I, I said at the top, what a way to end the year. Um, but Peter, Athulia, you, uh, you, you mentioned it earlier, but I, 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 and this is something that I didn't think I'd ever see. It was Tom Holland's Peter Parker going a bit dark. Um, this moment when Green Goblin shows up and Cap's shield has fallen off the Statue of Liberty and has landed at the foot of Liberty Island and, and, you know, Tom, Tom's Peter has found himself on it and goblins there. And there's that moment of just you, the look on fucking Tom Holland's face, the pure rage, the pure vengeance upon him. Um, and how he talks about actually killing Norman Osborn, killing green goblin. Like I was, that was the one thing I remember thinking to myself, when I was rewatching the Spider-Man trilogy and Amazing Spider-Man one and two, was the fact that both of those Peter Parkers they had those moments of darkness, and the actors played them well. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't think I can see Tom Holland doing that. I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. And then in this movie, it does, and it's just it just knocked me for six. I was like, okay, all right. We, he's getting serious. Um, but that was an incredible moment. Um, and then for Toby to step in. <sighs> you know what, though? Piss me off. One piss. And it's not the movie. The people in the cinema had an issue for some reason with Toby Maguire's facial expression in that moment. And people started laughing. <laughs> and it ruined the moment for me <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Because I was right there. I was in it. I was feeling it watching him hold up, watching everything. You can see everything on Toby's face of what he's been through, his history with the Goblin, his history with just 
his life up until this point, and now he's here, you know, kind of being the bigger guy, admitting he was wrong and admitting that Tom is wrong and all this stuff and just mistakes. Are just, it's just amazing storytelling. And then for this look on his face, and then the people just started laughing at Toby Maguire's face. And I was like, why? Because, to- it's because Toby Maguire's face is a meme. <laughs> I can sort of understand that, but yeah, it is unfair. And yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that was my last thing about the finale, and then I will move on to the, the end ending. But yeah, Fulia, you have something to uh, say. It's almost like a self reflection. Mm. Hey. Yeah, well yeah. said. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Big self reflection, even though they're from different universes. Um, they they realize the gravity of the situation by looking at each other in the, in the eyes. Be the better yeah. Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Be, it was great. Be the better Spider Man from OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's better? What's Fuck fucking this better movie. than that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You are way too good for your own good. I know, that's why I said to someone today, I'm like, we don't deserve this movie. Like, that's how good it is. <laughs> you know? It's just insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically the, the film ends with, um, <laughs> you know, the spell, the box being broken, the spell being pr- probably cast and the multiverse threatens to encroach. So every single infinite person, peoples from across all universes that knows about Peter Parker being Spider-Man is going to come in. And we see the cracks start to form, and then we see silhouettes in the the cracks of who could be. Unfortunately, Sony does not have the balls to follow through and bring in any of these characters. We don't see who they are. I am sure there are already videos out there dissecting every single frame. (laughs) Or at least there will be when the movie comes out on Hmm. Blu-ray. That looks like Craven Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be conspiracy theories up the wazoo. Um, so that was that was cool, but that was then it was fixed all because Peter, uh, Tom Holland has this. You know, he's at the end of his journey, and he has now come to the conclusion of you know, okay, I can't like you said, Mike, I can't save everyone, and I can't, everything can't work out, you know, the way that I want it to. So he makes the sacrifice of in order to fix the the shit he fucked up that caused the death of Aunt May and caused all this mayhem. Um he has to make everyone forget who he is. Um in order to put things right. And honestly, that was kind of more brutal than killing off MJ or Ned to me because they're there, but they're kind of dead to him anyway, if that makes mm. sense. Yeah, because they don't know who like the hell he's, he is. They're there, yeah. They're there, but he can't... Like, they don't... Like, it's just, it's yeah, just so cruel. Yeah, they don't know who Spider-Man is, but they don't know who Peter Parker is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even Happy. Like, you know, there's a you know heartbreaking scene at May's grave, and Happy comes up, and... you. I, f- I forgot for a second that he doesn't know who Peter is because I'm thinking, oh, okay, maybe he wasn't affected by the spell because he knows May. Maybe he still knows Peter. And then it was like, he's like, 
how did you know her? I'm like, fuck, man. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was rough. Yeah. That was rough. And just, that, was, that whole and ending was And then he mentioned rough. Tony, and I thought, <sighs> oh, don't bring back fucking Endgame. Uh, <laughs> I was like, after the turmoil we just experienced, you want to bring up fucking Tony Stark dying? Um, excuse me. <laughs> Let's rehash. <laughs> let's let's just let's just dig the knife in and just twist it a bit more. I Why get not? it. Happy is the connection to the MCU. Stop it. <laughs> Stop. We know. Stop. I'm already dead. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it was a brutal ending. But it was. But it, it's it's good because then you know we get a Spider-Man with a, ke- a clean slate. He's on his own. He's made his own suit, which looks kind of like a, a cross between Toby and Andrew's very suit. shiny and very pleasant. Um, very, very shiny. Um, and yeah, so it's just going to be a completely different Spider-Man that we've never seen before going forward. And how that will manifest in the MCU, yeah. we don't know yet. He's living in New York um, now. Yeah. Yeah, he's got his own apartment now because yeah. he's not he's not living yeah, with me anymore. And, and the landlord <gasps> couldn't fix that damn door. Door, <laughs> yeah, that was good, Mister Ditkovich. Um, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Any thoughts on on the the ending, Fulia? Like the the whole memory loss of Peter. You it know, was pretty brutal. It was really sad. Yeah. Um, I felt for Peter in that moment. I was just like, man, yeah. can you, I can't even imagine being wiped from someone's memory who who they were. Um, I, I reckon, like, how lonely would you feel in that moment, though? Like, you know these people, but they don't know you, and you can't really interact with them and tell them that fact. You have to sort of find a different way. Um, kind of like a 51st dates type of scenario. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And that's what it sort of reminded me. But then I was like, uh, but the moment where he like goes in to get like a coffee just to see them. And then he congratulates them on getting into MIT, um, which I'm kind of curious as to how, why MJ didn't question how he knew. <laughs> uh I think he overheard um, them uh, when Ned came in, because mm. I think the way things played out, he he went in to talk to MJ, but sort of got cold feet when Ned came in. Yeah, because he he sort of sees them and their relationship is still ongoing. They're still friends, so yeah. it sort of feels like, yeah, it sort of feels like um. They don't need him. He they're they're doing fine. Yeah. yeah. My uh, yeah. My other my other thought in that moment was on no are those two like dating? <laughs> 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 that but then I was like no it can't be no <laughs> no no they're no. not doing that but um yeah just yeah. the fact that he could see that those two they're doing fine they've gotten into MIT um they're happy. Uh, and just he he wanted to figure out a way because he had this little card with um you know what he was going to say on it to MJ, but then he couldn't go through with it because he could see how how you know how how happy they were and that they were okay and all that sort of stuff. So he decides to just leave them be and leaves. Yeah, if if she ends up remembering 
she's going to be pissed that he like <laughs> took his sweetheart's yeah. time. <laughs> Did that because you know she, you know they were both like promise me you'll come you'll you'll come set it right. Yeah, you'll find me, yeah. Like that was yeah. Man. Mike, what do you what do you got on the way the the film ended here? Um it ended right. Bittersweet but right. Yeah. 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 And it def- definitely has a a good uh, project, uh, projection of where Tom Holland is going to go. A lot of people, I mean, you could say that um, uh, Tom Holland being Spider-Man, it could probably they could probably like stop it here, maybe. But I don't think they're going to they're going to do that because this movie is huge and you know cash cow and. Where where they go from here? Well, they can go anywhere. I mean, they've got a daily bugle, so you could say he's who he might work at the daily bugle. I don't know why, but <laughs> he will, because it's in the it's in the books. And also the prospect of the MCU getting its own Venom. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna bring those up, so. Post credit scenes, two of them, and uh, we get a lovely uh, <laughs> connection to Venom. Let there be carnage. Um, for those who haven't seen that movie, post credit scene uh, shows Tom Hardy and Venom, uh, Eddie Brock and Venom, I should say. Um, they're you know they're on vacation. They're they're having a little you know bro time. I suppose, and uh, yeah, and then something happens, and they get brought into the MCU, and that's obviously the spell going wrong, um, and yeah, so, and then here we have the aftermath of that, they're still on vacation, and they're talking to uh, a, a barman, a bartender, about, you know, <laughs> and he's telling them about, what, the Avengers and stuff, so you get fucking Eddie Brock reacting to Thanos and the Avengers and all this shit. And it was so funny. Um, and then, and then he's fucking gone. Um, but then we get a little bit of Venom left behind. Mm-hmm. What a tease. What a tease. Oh my God. I mean, I don't want them to do an MCU Venom now, but obviously it's going to happen at some point. So, but very, very cool. Um, Fulia, what did you think of this post credit scene? I need to go watch Venom 2, don't I? <laughs> well, literally, I mean, it's just that post credit scene that connects to this. So nothing that happens in Venom, Let There Be Carnage, connects to Far From Home. Sorry, No Way Home, with the exception of the post credit scene. Right, That's it. Right. But you should watch it. It's fun. I don't know if you'll like it, yeah. but it's fun. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I, I think we probably are going to get our own MCU Venom. In that instance, if we're, you know, if that little bit of symbiote is left behind, um, I, I think it's going to happen. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's looking yeah. likely. Mike, do you have, do you have any thoughts on, on, or theories yet on what this could be? Um, in a weird way, uh, Venom, the Venom symbiote attaches itself to Spider-Man and then... And then for some reason, it go- goes back to Eddie Brock, and that's how we get Venom Eddie Brock. 
with the Spider-Man symbol on it, just like in the comics. Sort of a weird way of going around it, but (laughs) there you go. Do you think we're gonna we're probably gonna get a different actor as Eddie Brock? I don't think I don't. Think or are we gonna or are we gonna get a different character altogether? Uh, a lot of people are speculating Flash Thompson. Has Flash Thompson ever been Venom in the comics? I think people think they have. I mean, even Gwen Stacy has become a Venom. Basically, yeah. everyone's become a venom. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of weird stuff has happened. Like even even Spider Man has become the Sorcerer Supreme. So, there's a lot of com- uh, there's a lot of weird connections. So they can do whatever they want. But where's this leading? I don't know. Mm. It's funny you actually say the word Sorcerer Supreme. It made me think of something really funny that from the movie that I forgot yes, to mention. Yes, I, was, I wanted fact, to bring it up too, but I wasn't sure if it was too late. <laughs> yeah, no, Fulia, take take the lead. Uh, say it. Yeah, um, so Doctor Strange, in order to get the box back from Tom, from Tom uh, Spider-Man, ends up having to force his spirit out of his body like his what did they call it the um astral projection yeah no like from his physical self he had to remove him from his physical self but once he did that because thinking that when he is in that state that he wouldn't actually be able to have control over his his physical body then you see him moving the box around and then Dr. Yeah, Strange's like, was... why? What's going on? Why is this happening? Spider sense. <laughs> that was, that was, that was cool. That was not where, okay, we were not I, That's where I was then. thinking. <laughs> okay. Well, because I was thinking more related to the title of Sorcerer Supreme because we oh, find yeah, out Wong. that, that actually Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, because Dr. Strange uh, was blipped. In the MCU now. <laughs> Because Doctor Strange is flipped yes. for five years. Yes, I won't yeah. say it. Um, yes, yes. So that I thought that was really funny. Anyway, whatever. Um, our last post-credit scene is um, something unexpected, but very, very uh, happy to have it. I suppose um, it's actually a trailer for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise trailer park at the end of Pop Culture. Ah! <laughs> yeah, holy crap. Um, yeah. It looks bonkers. It looks freaky. It looks like What If is kind of integral yeah. now because that looked like fucking the dark, the fucking dark Doctor Strange, uh-huh. Supreme, whatever he was called. Or it could oh, be man. <laughs> You get to see Wanda again. Um, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Wanda. She's in her outfit. She's not in her outfit. Like interesting stuff. Mordo's got fucking epic long hair now. He looks great. Um, yeah. Rachel McAdams is there. Wong's there. And oh, it looks awesome. I'm yeah, stoked. Stoked with it. Um, Fulia, what did you think? Oh man. Like yes. Can I have that movie like yesterday? <laughs> now. 
Um, and there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of different references to, to, to the Marvel Studios shows, the MCU shows that we watched earlier this year. So, um, and I picked, I picked out the, obviously WandaVision being one of them. Um, but, and then you've got your what if scenario as well. Um, and I, I feel like there was also something along the lines of from Falcon and the Winter Soldier potentially, but I can't remember. Um, but oh my gosh, like I just, I am so excited for Doctor Strange now because it's been so long since we last watched the previous one. Um, so now I'm really, I'm really ready for this. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, Mike, take us out. What are your thoughts on the, the first trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? I'm so ready. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get a proper trailer soon because I'm hoping for something for something a little bit more scary. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking some bit bit gross and scary because we've we've already got a one eyed tentacle monster. It's like give me more of that please. More More Lovecraftian shit. Yes. And I thought it was a nice kind of bookend of the the whole movie because this is going to be directed by Sam (laughs) Raimi. So it was a cool way to kind of end it um, with this. Not what I was expecting at all, but yeah, very cool. Very cool. All right. I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're spent. It's very late uh, and it's very, very long and epic. An episode befitting the epic film we just discussed, Spider-Man No Way Home. I can't wait to go see it again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Feel it all again. All right. <laughs> let's, let's, let's leave. Let's go home. Let's go to bed. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. And that, that was, a was a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yeah. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you like to watch Freddy Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Freddy Alien Productions. Woo! I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Cantaramaggio. And I've been the Sorcerer Supreme, Marco Lister. <laughs> and... You, you just, just experienced, experienced a podcast, a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Woo. Ah. Thank you for listening. Woo. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Remember we'll, beef. We'll see you in 2022. Freddy yes. lives. Loki dies. The Doctor is in. The Doctor being stranger than <laughs> usual. <laughs> Mm. Look after yourself yes. and your mental health, everybody, and have a lovely yes. Christmas and New Year. Yes, happy holidays to all our listeners and a happy New Year. See you in the New Year. Yes, yes. Bye! Bye! Bye. And... And... Stop. See. See. <laughs>